Hi everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the High Level Spotlight Sessions where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today we are in San Diego on site at Billy Gino's Marketing to chat with the man and myth the legend. Appreciate you having me. Thanks first things first, internet marketing sucks. <laughs> it's true. Like for real, it's horrible. Like, it's just everybody lies. You know I'm saying like, here's, this is the real shit. Like, I feel like everybody walks around and Here's the math behind life. Take the United States, for example. You got 76% of people who are statistically living paycheck to paycheck. The other 20% uh, are sitting on about five to $8,000 of savings. And then you have like the slither. There's like 4% of businesses that are making a million dollars a year or more. That doesn't mean they're taking it home. Average profit margin on a business is like 10%. So they're really bringing home 100K, which probably puts them in the category of the 20% with five to $8,000 of savings on hand. So that's the math, the real world math. But yet you scroll in your newsfeed and everybody's rich, somebody's lying. And that's why internet marketing sucks right now. And it sucked from the beginning. It's how it came into because the only thing that they sold in the beginning of the shit, uh, like I've been in the game for like a decade, 12 years, the only thing they were selling in the beginning of internet marketing was diet pills and dick pills. So if you wanted a bigger PP, you could take pills and, and like, according to them, I wouldn't know. I was good either way. Side note, you can edit that up. You guys watch That's how it happened, right? This is really the, the, the beginning of internet marketing. And then a transition into like a whole bunch of pills and, and powders and shit. So like everybody was selling like smoothies, etc. And the reason why they were doing this is because this was the Wild Wild West, so there wasn't FTC regulations, meaning you wouldn't get in trouble. There was a lack of consequences. So people would love to sell a physical product, specifically consumables, things that you eat, drink, etc. And then they would slap hidden recurring. So right now you have to be very open about if you're opting in for a recurring charge. Back then, people would sell shit and you'd buy like a trial and then in the fine print at the very bottom of the page, it's like $6.95 a day, but then in 14 days, you'll be charged another $70.99 and then three months from there, you're gonna be up automatically. And it was crazy. And people would build companies and do it. So the, the, the industry really was founded on bullshit and crap. And then it transitioned because the FTC stepped in. So integrity came out because it was forced to come out, unfortunately. And now we sit today in this guru era. And guru is just people who are visible, right? It's not if you're good or not. And so the way I described it was you've got thieves disguised as funnel hackers, right? That's the name that they're using. And that's not a knock against anybody. But literally people are just stealing other people's shit and be like, oh, I'm just hacking the funnel. No, you're, you're stealing. You're stealing. And so... This whole thing is like, I like, I hate internet marketing, ironically. I believe in education. I'm passionate about it and I market on the internet. But this like sport of internet marketing is ass. Well, let me ask you a question because I feel like... <laughs> 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 That's how we're starting today. Yeah, that was real. It's my show, Billy. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All that aside, what I love about the high level community is most of our customers still work in the traditional areas of marketing. Mm -hmm. Which I've always felt like if you know how to market for a small business, you'll never starve. I agree with that. And you can pretty easily thrive if you can systematize, right? Yeah, I think if you can systematize and you can simplify. You know, I think one of the challenges that many people face is they just try and sell marketing. The problem is it's a broad word, right? Sure. So like imagine if you and I are going out to eat and I go, hey, what do you want to eat? And you say food. What would the waiter bring you? <laughs> sure. A menu. 
<laughs> so when you go to somebody like, hey, would you like to buy my marketing services? They're like, yeah, they ghost you. And so I think it's identity. It's trying to figure out. <laughs> I think it's trying to figure out like how to simplify their offering. So you take a dope service like high level. There's so many things you can't do with it, but all you need to do is focus on one to make the amount of money that you make. I say it all the time. No such thing as a million dollar idea, just million dollar execution. If you want to go to business owners right now and just sell them an email follow-up sequence, that's it. You make money. I'll give you the whole sales scripts right now. Go to their website, opt into their thing, then send them an email and say, hey, I noticed I didn't receive any emails from you after visit one. How many times is this happening a year? How much money is that costing you? Would you like me to stop the bleeding? It's the whole sales script. And you can make a, a, the amount of desired amount of money that you want just using that one tactic. Then once they get comfortable from them, you upsell them. By the way, you want to send some follow-up text too? Once they got good there and you're giving them results, by the way, let me give you a little calendar too. I noticed you guys are a little all over the place. And that's what I'm saying. That's the beautiful part about something like high level. Is for us on the back end, it systematizes and makes it simple. But when you're starting from a selling perspective, focus on one thing. And then upsell the rest. And now that customer becomes worth a lot more. So let me talk to you. I gotta ask you. Can you imagine put a fireball on the screen right there? Sure. Yeah, sure. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. The one question I was dying to ask you about was: you've done a lot of really creative videos in your career, and I remember seeing one where you were like, it was like a James Bond movie. Like, <laughs> that was fun. You, yeah. had, you like jumped out of a building. There was parachuting involved. What was the budget of that? Oh, you don't even know. It make me mad. So there was it was like three thousand bucks. Really? Yeah, that's pretty like, impressive. And I say three thousand bucks because I'm rounding up. But the, what people don't realize is when we do these ads, the the stars, the actors, and the actresses is just the team. Right? right, so that's just our squad who's working you guys anyway. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you can pan over there. Like, yeah, that's, that's them. That's the Bond villains. <laughs> the Bond girls, you know. I Ivana. Yeah, I Ivana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Ivana leads or yeah, I so. Oh yeah, I, Ivana funnel. Yeah, no. Those George characters, Ivana funnel. Um, so there's that from the cost, right? Is we just leverage the team. Secondly, that video in particular, you showed the clips there. That was my house. I just had a dope penthouse, so that worked out. So that was already factored in. The car that I drive by at the end, if you're showing the clip right there, that was my Corvette at the time. That was it. And then I hired this uh, dude, shout out to TC Hot Sauce, King Cern on Instagram. This motherfucker is wildly talented. But he was, a, I'll use the word savant, I'm exaggerating, a savant when it comes to After Effects, etc. So I had this balcony in my old house and it was kind of like, on a flight thing, you know, we're all talking about it. And it was like, hey, if I go off here, like, can you make it actually look like I'm parachuting down and make the parachute say genius? He's like, yeah, I can do that. All right, okay, <laughs> this motherfucker did it. <laughs> like, that was it. So honestly, like I said 3000 because I was including like the props of getting the poker table, yeah. you know, the there. Oh, okay, yes, yes. So we, we did spend money on hiring an actual fight coordinator who coordinated the fights from Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. So he was the real one. So this motherfucker comes in, he needs an accent, and like, he's like, listen, whatever you're doing here, it doesn't look the same on camera. He was very right. Like the fight scene, it has to be so big, and it was actually really helpful to have him. So we were in the office, he was making this practice during the day. And this, he was really punching people. He was like, are you guys ready? He hit my cousin upside the head. And he's like, no, you have to feel it. <laughs> I'm like, good. I'm like, 
chill, bro. But so yeah, we did hire a real stunt coordinator, and uh, outside of that, that's just you know, that's just the vixen. Shout out to you know Polly Molly. Shout out to Kay. Uh, shout out to myself. So, <laughs> so what we do? We just we're just a squad. When you take those creative leaps that are often you know higher financial risks, I'm assuming the rewards are. Remarkable, right? I feel like there's a lot of marketers who yeah. think of things like that, but they don't, they're not willing to invest the money to take the chance that it's going to actually be worth it. Yeah, you know, it's interesting though, because most of the time, those, they will perform decently. And I say decently because we'll get a positive ROI on them and they'll make us money. But like, these almost always are more profitable from the jump, like a selfie video. However, they lack building brand. Yeah, right. Like, sure. For I'm talking for three years, and even now today, still like when we created the Wolf of Paid Advertising video, you can roll the clip here, and literally there's a scene where I'm like, but she kind of you know fuck with me, Paul and Brandon, and like, okay, we got this little beat. I get in fucking Ubers and taxis, and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> like that's brand. You know, you can't, you don't get that with just an ad. And also, I think the other thing to keep in mind is that nobody pays attention to boring ads. So when you say the creative stuff is risky, I think it would be risky to be basic. Mm -hmm. So we don't view that as like, oh, we're going to take this risk with this. We're like, the whole game of marketing is just to be different. When we start this interview, the first thing I did is like, let me go off on a monologue and rant (laughs) to get you to pay attention, get you hooked. So now we can throw some game at you. Because if we started off the same way, interview, you just going to skip because you're just like, I don't feel like an entrepreneur interview right now. So you got to say some wild shit, but also while keeping it real simultaneously, the hook. So I, I don't think the creativity of a risk is more like, hey, we need to stand out. And then also, it's just more fun. They, I just don't want to be bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where did they go, though? I was like trying to show him and they're not, they're nowhere to be found. So we, ha- we have everything, right? Um, but just like, we, I t- like two and a half years ago, like, I was like, it's hard to tell like who we are and, and what we do. And so it was like, let's pull back and basically just use all these platforms as like a poster board. Like if you come stock us, et cetera, if you go to our website, all it is is just a story. You can't do anything on our website. Go to our website. You're just gonna be locked into seven chapters and you should be taken on a ride. And I just think there's something that has to do with curiosity that goes and it's, it's just that it's just a zigzag theory do and when everybody zigs you zag so right now everyone's like you need 18 pieces of content a day and you need to post 100 times a day etc perfect okay i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i'm gonna pull all my content <laughs> yes six years ago when nobody was creating content it was like we're gonna put up cameras in the office as you guys can see and we're gonna facebook live everything that we do that was six years ago Nobody was talking. We were when Facebook Live came out, probably three months to the public. Three months later, we were live streaming our whole office. That that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers started to catch up. <laughs> Want to go live? Cool. We're gonna go the other way. Well, so speaking of going the other way, it's very clear that Cheers. the world of marketing is going towards TikToks, vertical video. You mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are shifting the entire thing to be that format of video. Yeah. I know that you've been experimenting. You actually ran a challenge, right? Yeah, yeah, if you could get to TikTok how many? challenge. 10,000 followers in 10 weeks and make 10,000 bucks. And did you hit it? Are you yeah, yeah we did that like 10 days. Yeah. But like... What have you learned? Tell me about what you th- your thoughts on TikTok and where this is all going. Do you have your cell phone on you? I do. What kind of cell phone is that? It's an Apple... Show them. 
Okay. So that, there's your phone. So there's an Apple iPhone. Right now, I'm looking at this is my Android. I'm looking at the internet. I got the fold or whatever, right? I think it's cool. It, it's cool. So you can do mine? Yeah. So if, if you take this phone, this phone, a couple years ago, was this much bigger. A couple years before that, it was a little bit smaller. And every year, they just fucking change their minds. They say, this is cool to be big. This is cool to be small. Then the iPhone 20 is going to come out. And it's going to be like a fucking finger. It's just going to be a camera lens and a one button thing. And they just keep switching it. I bring that up because going back to your question, which was why? What, what are you seeing? What are your thoughts of TikTok? The, the short form. The thing? It's right now, people are like, yo, short form content is what's in. And then some other platform is going to come out and say, holy cow, there's this new platform where you can put out five minute videos. And you're like, what? You mean Facebook? That's been around forever? <laughs> the same shit we've been hacked? The same thing iPhone's been doing to you. So like, I'm just so objective and unemotional or attached to what the platform is now. And we just simply play by what's hot. You just follow a trend. So right now, short is hot. Cool, we're gonna do some short shit. And then it won't be hot. And then we'll do some long shit. So. At the end of the day, all marketing is a message to get people to do something you want them to do. It's a messaging. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever you want to call it, is a messenger. These messengers have different rules and different ways to incentivize their users. And that's it. So where we spend all of our time is on our message and our offer. And then the market usually takes care of the rest. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. So for you guys, it doesn't matter. You're going to shift into whatever. Yeah, whatever. so I learned from TikTok is it's the same shit as anything else, <laughs> except you just have to be more concise. Um, and also, it's more competitive. You just have to be more entertaining. Like, people are more patient depending on the platform. If you're watching television, you're like in a patient state. All right, there's going to be commercials. I'm chilling. I'm logging, etc. And TikTok and Instagram Reels, you're impatient as shit. Ah, scroll, scroll, yeah, scroll. Yeah. So it just honestly just puts it all back on the user, and it just makes you go like, damn. the The worst thing that anybody can be in business right now is boring from a money standpoint. You know, like monetarily speaking, boring. Nobody's going to watch you on TikTok if you don't know. If you can't get those first three seconds down, you can't exist on any of these platforms. So like, yeah. Have you noticed that their algorithm rewards you more heavily than Facebook did or Instagram did? Yeah, well, so let's talk about that. So people talk about, oh, I got all these followers and views on TikTok. And it's just kind of funny because the, if you go on Facebook, they count a view as someone who watches for three seconds. If you go on TikTok, it's if somebody shakes their phone and touches their phone, like literally, let's go, oh, that was a view. Mm. Are, are you getting more attention? No, but they don't give a fuck. They're playing to vanity. Mm. They know everybody wants to say the not Look at my followers. Look at this. I can tell you this from the advertising perspective, doing it on all platforms. TikTok has a noticeable difference in less buyers. Noticeable. Like just users aren't trained as much to buy. Doesn't mean they won't buy. Doesn't mean you can't have campaigns on it or crush it. But I can say we can take the same video, make it for the format and have substantially less swipes of the credit card on TikTok. Um, doesn't mean it can't work, but it's just like, so when you, if you give me a cheaper price on TikTok, but it's taking me more to get the sell, does it balance out? So I don't know, we just take every platform as itself and it's like, look, make three times as much money as we spend and keep it going.
Well, what would you say to, I mean, it's super clear that you got to get good at this short form video because Facebook and Instagram are moving yeah. to that as well. But I think a lot of our customers are sitting there looking like, okay, I get it. I need to start making this type of content, but do I need to start running TikTok ads? Like, do we really need to spin up and go in that direction for our clients? Yeah, our rep, our rep told us a crazy stat that I didn't know. And they said 40, 40% of the users that are on TikTok aren't on any other platform. So for that reason alone, you absolutely should be on TikTok. Wow. Because you're hitting people that you could not hit before. That was enough for me. I said, okay, the math is there. So we're going to play the game. So it's not an and or, or. It's not an or. Like people are like, oh, Billy, should I do Facebook or YouTube or high level or play or da da da? No, you just end. That's the end. And you should do all of them. That's the game now. And it sounds like a lot of work, and it is, which is why it's a good thing because most people won't do it. And it gives you the competitive advantage. Like, the most people who are winning right now are winning because they're participating. Most of the most popular podcasts in the world right now isn't because you had some journalist come down that was some crazy magician, wizard, savant, entertaining. They were first. They were first, and then they were consistent. And now they've arrived. So, anybody can win right now. It's kind of fun, you know? All right, last question. What's the best office gift you've ever been given? I'm not just saying this, <laughs> but the best office. Now, first of all, I want to say, let me add constant. Anyone's ever sent a gift, thank you. Genuinely appreciate it. Like, I love the love and we'll pour it right back into you. So I don't want to make that sound, you know, any kind of like arrogance. I genuinely appreciate all the love. Um, but hands down, the best gift we've ever received was from fucking Go High Level. And it was a go-kart. You have to show it right here or wherever. Put it on. This go-kart is sick. It's not just a go-kart. This thing goes like 27 miles per hour. It's got like the e-bricks so you can do like the spins and all that shit. Like, it's in, it's insane. It's like, it's hands down probably the best gift I've ever received outside of the gifts that the team gets me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give a shout out to the team because obviously you've got a huge, amazing team behind you. Yes. I know a lot of them aren't here today, but uh, you guys okay. have been amazing to work with. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say that with the team. I, I want to end with that. Is So our company name is Billie Jean's Marketing. That's just easy from a branding standpoint. It's easy to remember. It's disruptive. And every single time anybody calls me up on a stage, they edify me, whether they like me or not. So that's just strategic. That's there. But be very clear. BGIM is it's the fucking team. It's a collective of us. It's, there's, I'm no more valuable than any of the other players. I just have a different role. That's it. Um, so whenever you see one of our ads... That was a body of people that pour into that. Whenever you see uh, our content, anything that we do, that's a community. That's so, so we're all a team. We're all a squad. We're family. There's about 23 of us. We know each other super well. We hang out on the weekends. We travel together, create memories together, and we just have fucking fun. So we change lives. We love money, and we love to have fun and create memories. Well, you guys do an amazing job, Billy. Thanks Appreciate so much for having it. us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. See you guys in the next one. Hello.